The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jean Jeffcoat, and welcome to Episode 5 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we're focusing on the origin of COVID-19 and how this worldwide pandemic has generated investigations and debate. Today, we revisit our conversation with former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who has been very consistent with his belief that the virus originated from the Wuhan lab in China. Then we'll talk with Kentucky Senator Rand Paul and what he's learned about the Wuhan Institute of Virology. First, though, the former U.S. Secretary of State. From the origins of COVID to an intelligence report showing the greatest security threat to the U.S., he has an inside look at what the previous administration was up against and what the current administration can expect as changes to foreign policy are made. Former Secretary of State and former CIA Director Mike Pompeo joins us for the first time right here on the National Desk. Good morning to you and welcome. Good morning. It's great to be with you today. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. First, I want to start with the uh, origins of COVID. As early as May of last year, you said the virus that now has killed millions around the world leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And while I, uh, while at the State Department, you were in charge of that task force investigating the origins of COVID. Uh, Secretary, what evidence do investigators have that points to the lab? What specifically? Well, thanks for the question, because this is a really important question. Most importantly, because that laboratory continues to operate. We shouldn't forget that this is an ongoing crisis that is being covered up by the Chinese Communist Party. Look, we can't be certain that it came from the laboratory, that only the Chinese can tell us if that's where it came from. But every, every stick of evidence that we've seen to date suggests this is where it came from. There is genetic evidence that this was manipulated through gain-of-function research, there's evidence that doctors became sick in the uh, late fall of 2019 with symptoms that look exactly like we now know as the Wuhan virus symptoms. We've seen evidence that they were working on this kind of viral activity, and we also know they were conducting military activity at this site. Uh, every, every single thing we've seen suggests this didn't come from a bat, it didn't come from a pangolin, it leaked from this laboratory. We know the safety procedures were inadequate at this facility. It's one of the things that we were trying to help them with. This is the most likely conclusion. I think many people are now coming to that same uh, that same conclusion. I, I hope that the Chinese Communist Party will come out and prove to us where this came from. It really matters an awful lot to make sure we don't have another several million people and tens of billions of dollars destroyed by the Chinese Communist Party. What kind of military activity are you talking about? So they're conducting bio-research there that was connected to the Chinese uh, People's Liberation Army. You know, in China, everything is military connected and they were doing military work at the site we don't know if that was connected to the work they were doing on these viruses it's not clear again we, we know who knows the answers to these questions and they continue to uh they right they have that we have a doctor who would love to tell this story but he's dead under very suspicious circumstances everything suggests that the chinese communist party doesn't want us to know where this came from that that tells me that there's something about this laboratory that was very unique and that the Chinese won't answer these questions, it seems logical for us to assume this is where it came from. Well, in June of last year, when you were Secretary of State, you quietly met with Yang Jiechi, the head of the foreign affairs to China's Communist Party. First, I want to understand, how did that meeting transpire, and, and what were your takeaways? You know, the, the Chinese in these meetings are often very formal. 
they, uh, they have their talking points. This was the case for this meeting as well. Uh, he talked about Taiwan. He talked about all things. He didn't want to have any conversation about the things that were on my mind, the fact that they're committing genocide in Western China, the fact that they've taken this place, this very special place, Hong Kong, and turned it into just another, uh, another communist city, and the fact that they had responsibility to the world. Right When the virus broke out in Wuhan, I had 14 State Department officials working there, and there were more than three dozen Americans living in Wuhan. They closed that place down, and then they allowed people from Wuhan that they knew were sick to travel around the world, including to Milan, Italy, where the first big outbreak took place. This is reckless. This is dangerous. This is the kind of thing that the Chinese Communist Party must be held accountable for. And when I spoke with Wang Zhixie that day, these were the points that I made. The response I got was wholly inadequate. Well, he had a very fiery call with the current Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, as we know, in regards to this, uh, the, the lab leak theory here. Yang said it was slander to say the virus leaked from a Chinese lab. Blinken also pushed for more transparency, as you have done the past few months. Many lawmakers, though, have said at this point it would be impossible to determine the origin since China has blocked any outside scientists from entering the lab or talking to their Chinese counterparts. So what would you recommend be the next step? So there are half a dozen things we could do to make clear that we were going to tie this malfeasance, this cover-up, this reckless activity that resulted in the death of millions of people around the world. Let's begin with this. Anybody who touched that place who refuses to talk, we should sanction and punish. Second, uh, we, we should be very clear that if you're going to continue to cover up a virus and operate a lab where you're conducting very dangerous virus research, we're certainly not going to send American athletes to your Olympics. The, the list of things goes on. There, we got out of the World Health Organization, right? The WHO was complicit in the cover-up, and the Biden administration got back in that organization. That's a massive gift to the CCP. It suggests somehow that the cover of the World Health Organization will continue to be provided to the Chinese. We should get out. Everyone should get out, and we should kick the Chinese out of the World Health Organization. They haven't lived up to their legal international commitments to the international health regulations. The, the list of the costs that we can impose on the CCP is long. They covered up a virus, they spread it around the world, and the devastation was great. We, we know, too, there will ultimately be lawsuits in the United States. We need to think long and hard about how to make sure that the Chinese Communist Party bears the full freight, the full cost for what they did to the world. All right. Former Secretary Mike Pompeo, we've run out of time, unfortunately. I hope great. you'll uh, be able to come back on and join us I'd again to talk to us Thank again. you very much. Have a good day, ma'am. You're listening to our weekly podcast, The National Desk Conversations, featuring newsmaker interviews from The National Desk, America's News Now. Next, on episode five of our podcast, we continue our focus on COVID origins and what went on at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Our next guest, Senator Rand Paul. One report indicates that an advisor for the World Health Organization does believe it's possible COVID escaped from the Wuhan lab. Jamie Metzl, who served in the Clinton administration and the U.S. Department of State, said the lab leak theory is possible while scientists were developing vaccines while poking and prodding and studying, adding, quote, then I believe what possibly happened was there was an accidental leak followed by a criminal cover-up. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul has been very vocal about this and joins us this morning. Senator Paul, welcome back to the National Desk. And before we get into the Wuhan lab investigation, just very quickly, um, I want to ask you about this package containing white powder and the death threat that you received earlier this week that was mailed to your home. What have police found in their investigation and what's your message to the person who sent it? 
Well, fortunately, we found that it wasn't poison, but for several hours, my wife was concerned, not knowing whether she'd encountered ricin or anthrax. Uh, there are treatments for anthrax. There's no treatment for ricin. Um, the people who send this intend to terrorize myself and my wife. They intend to silence us. I've been very vocal on uh, that we need to discover whether the origins of this uh, virus came from the lab and whether Dr. Fauci approved the money that went to the lab. So these are big questions, but a lot of people on the left want me to be quiet. And frankly, it's not going to work, but it is a sad day uh, in our history that we have to live with uh, terrorism, even in the United States, to people in office. Well, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo had this to say earlier this week about that. We know for sure they covered up this virus. I am confident that we will find that the evidence that we have seen to date is consistent with a lab leak, and I'm convinced that's what we'll see. If I'm wrong, I hope the Chinese Communist Party will come forward and make a fool of me. If so President Biden released a statement instructing the intelligence community to, quote, collect and analyze information to bring us closer to a definitive conclusion. What's your thoughts about this, Senator? Well, it's been a sea change. You know, Dr. Fauci denied this for a year. He appointed one of his friends who actually dispersed the money to the Wuhan lab to investigate it. So the initial investigation included Dr. Fauci, his handpicked person, both of whom were complicit with giving money to the lab. So they certainly can't be objective. They whitewashed it and they said it didn't happen. But interestingly, in the last two weeks, we've gone from calling people like me saying it's a conspiracy theory to now left and right, both virtually convinced that this came from the lab. Now, it is circumstantial, but the three workers that got this disease were in the Wuhan lab in November is incredibly damning. But it also, for the last year, they've been looking for an animal host to COVID. Typically, it comes from an animal. They tested all of the animals in the wet market there where they eat these exotic animals. They've tested them all and none of them had COVID. They haven't been able to find an animal that hosts COVID. When they try to put COVID into bats, it doesn't grow well in bats. It seems to be most adapted for humans. That's very suspicious that this came from a lab. So why do you think we're seeing this change right now from some lawmakers demanding answers? Will we ever really know the truth, do you think? Either they know more than we know or they've just become convinced by what's public. It's possible that there's private information that's even more damning that's coming out and they're getting ahead of this story. But it's amazing. I put forward an amendment to have no more funding of this type of research in China and it passed unanimously. That's very rare for the Democrats to get on board. They were calling this crazy conspiracy stuff two weeks ago. So a sea change has happened. Something big is happening. But they also see the culpability. If we get into an election season, we have so talked about nothing but the pandemic. And it is a big deal. I mean, 3 million people died worldwide. But we've talked about nothing for a year and a half. But if it turns out it came from a lab that was funded by Dr. Fauci, and the Dr. Fauci still to this day says he trusts these Chinese scientists. Boy, it's either culpability or just enormous naivete on his part. But this boomerangs to the Democrats. So I think now they're saying maybe we should investigate it. Let's don't make fun of it. Let's investigate it because they don't want the blame ultimately for the pandemic. You just now talked about the amendment that the U.S. Senate overwhelmingly passed banning, uh, banning funding for gain of research, gain of function research in China. What's interesting about this, Senator, is that this wasn't already a law. Why not? Well, here's the thing. In 2014, a bunch of scientists became concerned. They pressured the NIH into stopping this. We did stop it everywhere, including the U.S. for about three years. But they began giving exemptions, and these exemptions are all overseen by Dr. Fauci. 
He's always been an advocate of gain of function. You can see an interview from several years ago in the Washington Post where Dr. Fauci says, yes, he is for gain of function. But now, like so many things, he's changing his tune, and he's now saying he's not for gain of function. But they started giving it exemptions. And starting in 2017, gradually this started happening again. And then the funding that went to China, the Dr. Xi, the bat scientist, wrote a paper. And this was a paper about an enhanced virus. And she said thanks to Dr. Fauci and the NIAID, his group. And she listed the, the digits. So it's, it's incontrovertible that he was funding this research. And other scientists in this field are saying it was gain of function, but he's still denying it. He's saying, oh, well, maybe we did send the money, but it wasn't gain of function. So he's parsing words, but I think there's some culpability here, and we need to make sure he is not part of the investigating team because he would be investigating his own culpability in funding this lab. I don't think we can have somebody who is in the loop giving money to Wuhan be part of the investigation. All right, Senator Rand Paul, thanks so much for joining us here on the National Desk. We appreciate it. Thank you. That's episode five of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or watch on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.